0: Welcome to the Shutdown full cast. Uh, this is Spencer Hall, founder of Every Day Should Be Saturday, and uh, editorial director of SBNation.com. Joining me for our questions episode, because man, we have so many good questions. There's a secret to getting good questions from readers, and I think we've discovered it. Discovering it with me, live from Brooklyn, New York, Ryan Nanny.
1: Jason Derulo! <laughs>
0: That's that's a good derailment. Thanks. That took that, that took what forty five seconds.
1: Yeah, yeah. I try to make it earlier every time. Eventually, I'm gonna derail the podcast before the podcast even
0: starts. I don't even know if I could pick Jason Derulo out of a lineup. He's now. the
1: one. He's the one who just can only say in response to questions, "Jason Derulo."
0: Okay, so I would have to. I can't do this visually. No, I'm no, have no, no. To, you have
1: to question a little bit.
0: So if we're playing, you got to do it like Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Even his heartbeat pump, pumps out. Jason Garulo, <laughs>
0: just in Morse. Yeah, the college football editor and SB Nation uh, editor supreme, Jason Kirk, joining us from Kennesaw, Georgia. It's a frosty, what, fifty-five degrees out there. The
2: bitter and savage fifty-five degrees out here. Yeah, uh, everyone has sought shelter. uh probably looted the Publix for uh, jugs of milk, but I'm out here braving the elements for y'all because this, this is where I cook the best, so I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice for the greater good.
0: Well, I appreciate the sacrifice with only the hoodie and your burly chest tattoo to keep you warm. I did finally pay off, correct, the debt that I owed the University of Michigan this past week. You owed a debt of blood and ink. I did. I said I'd get a tattoo if we raised thirty five thousand dollars. We cleared that by about seven grand. So I now have on my right shoulder a tattoo of the Miyazaki character Totoro with a Michigan M, a maze M on his belly.
1: How do you feel about it?
0: You know what? I'm totally fine with it. It
1: turned out really <laughs> it turned out really, really well. I'm not gonna lie.
0: No, it looks great. It looks phenomenal for what it, you know, for what it is. Um, I did enjoy showing it to my youngest son, who
2: said, oh, that's a squirrel. <laughs> I mean,
1: is not, but now, not for, totally wrong. For,
2: for those of us who are too uncultured to know exactly what that is, um, what, what, what brought you to pair that, that character with that institution? Well, no one told me what it had to be,
0: also, I don't know, there's something really Super Michigan about saying I'm going to get this beloved anime character on my <laughs> on my body. Critically acclaimed. That's another important part of it. Critically acclaimed is Criti- beloved. Yeah,
1: but critically acclaimed in the 1990s
0: and 80s. Yeah, oh, so. def- definitely a Super Michigan thing, yeah. right? Critically acclaimed for like, been critically acclaimed for like years, right? We got multiple decades of critical acclaim. Critics who
2: there. were alive at the time liked it.
0: Yeah. Also, it's the best of all things and that it's like a Lloyd Carr football season in the story of Totoro. Nobody really gets hurt, and everyone's generally okay. It's like the 10 and 2. 10 and 2, 9 and 3 of cartoon characters. Also, my kids really like it. And then you had to kind of work a Michigan element, in, which is why the M is on his belly. Uh, but it's good. It's just difficult to explain to people if they have not seen the film.
1: It's, it, just tell people it's Brady Hoke.
2: It's a very meat. <laughs> you see,
0: <laughs> you can to... tell
2: people it's a Pokemon. Yeah, this, I just, this, I, just, this, I, just, I just, crave, I
0: just
1: crave all
2: acorns.
1: This is this is Brady Oak in his evolved form.
0: Yeah, I now tell people I'm like, remember that episode of Bob's Burgers where you didn't get the reference? That's what that is.
1: Oh man,
0: it's 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 this. So I I now have a tattoo. Now Jason is is pretty inked up, correct?
2: Uh, probably, uh, relatively, I I guess, yeah. I have the, uh, got the Sacred Heart with wings on the chest, which, uh, was inspired by some basketball player. Got the Anchor on the back, which is inspired by Tupac. Got my daughter's name in Sumerian on the arm. They're all, all, just all brilliant ideas. All great, (laughs) great, great ideas. Which, which one is your least favorite of them? The Anchor. It's, uh, uh, it's not even finished, which is... Just think about how stupid that is. I have a tattoo that I started and didn't care enough to finish. And this was, I got, I started, it started when I was 18. And now I'm almost twice that age. And I have never cared to finish the stupid thing. Probably because I can't even see it. So.
0: I was going to ask, I was going to ask, like, does, is there the correlation between tattoo I hate the most and youngest start point?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Cause the other two I'm fine with, like, you know, my daughter's name. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty proud of that one. Uh, also, dude, up. you
0: got a you got you got a chest tat. A chest tat's yeah. a chest tat's a damn statement, man. Like, you take that off, and no matter what the rest of it looks like, somebody's gonna be like, nah, I don't know about fighting him. Yeah, yeah, chest, yeah. He's Got a chest tat.
2: The, the only the only way to top it. Is, uh, well, the only, the only way to top it and still remain employable is like lower neck tat. I guess you cover with a collar. Yeah. Like anything anything beyond that, where you're like, all right, I'm cutting out eighty percent of the jobs that I could work.
0: You know, th- that's that when was, you're really pushing it. But that was, by the way, when I when I told Jason I was getting a tattoo, he goes, "Oh, which side of your neck?"
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Ryan, you don't have a tat, right? Nope, pristine,
1: pristine alabaster <laughs> wonderland. Your body, ala- is, your body wonderland. is a temple. <laughs> yep,
0: <laughs> it is. It's an un it's an unvandalized temple.
1: I look like I look like nothing but French vanilla ice cream over here. <laughs>
0: What a horrifying vision of you, <laughs> of an ice cream statue of Ryan and Annie. <laughs> like just carved out. Like, what? Did, I'm gonna have to have one of those made. It's something so bizarre. Oh yeah, I,
1: I absolutely want like some Baskin Robbins to make me in the, the same way that Subway does for the top draft picks. I want, I want to be yeah. made out of uh, vanilla ice cream.
2: That's amazing. Maybe it's like the. Um the kid on the on the jug of salt who's like sure. <laughs> it's like a puppy dog pulling down the kid's shorts like Ryan yeah. in that pose
1: right right i mean that you're mixing the copper tone girl and i think i
2: just said that while walking past an open window no problem <laughs> it wasn't weird at all
1: you're mixing the copper tone girl and the 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 girl with the umbrella on the salt but i get what you're saying okay and and as a pale man i need plenty of copper tone so it's fine This got weird and personal.
0: We got and asked asked our readers a very important question, which was this. We asked our readers uh, to submit questions about college football and bad financial decisions. We have a couple things we could discuss tonight, I think. There's little spring practice tidbits. We could discuss a little bit of WrestleMania. I'd like to just roll it up into one sort of grand reader questions episode because... What we have in store for you are, are some of the finest questions we've ever gotten. Like I have like fifteen questions open, and I just want to start them because if you want a quality response from somebody, what you need to do is you need to ask. Okay, tell me about your bad financial decisions.
1: Yeah, what we learned. We've- what we learned is that nobody is on Twitter because their money is right. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Twitter a fair amount. Something that you've overdrawn, your checking account, and you didn't even know it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Good point. And so, over right now.
0: We, we have a lot of those. So I thought what we could do is we could just dive in and we could do nothing but reader questions. What'd that do for you, gentlemen?
2: I love it. Yeah, this is, this is one of the best uh, groups of questions we've I'm ever gotten. S- I'm so proud
1: sure. of you, listeners. So many weeks we sit here and say, oh, the questions weren't that good. But you guys, you guys killed it. You're great.
0: All right. Uh, I'd like to start with this one, which is tangentially football related, actually directly football related. It's from uh, at Viener. I love this one. V-I-E-E-N-E-R on Twitter. Ask the question. Looking back, should state have paid the one hundred and eighty K? Now, let's give a little bit of context, Jason, to what we're talking about here.
2: Well, the one thing I liked about this is I think you, you said some bad financial investments and at least three people asked a variation of this, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is uh, that basically Mississippi State probably should have ponied up a little bit more in its yeah. in its negotiations with future NFL MVP Cam Newton. The- Might have brought him to Starkville. Famous mm-hmm. photo of him ringing the cowbell. Yep. Ooh, that's got to hurt.
0: The mythos being that when Cam Newton was transferring from Blinn College in Texas, where he ended up after uh, leaving the University of Florida, he demanded a price tag or his father, Cecil Newton, demanded a price tag of one hundred and eighty thousand dollars for his services in
1: charitable donations
0: Mm -hmm. to the to the church, to the church, to his church. Yeah, to the Church of Cecil Newton and the Newton family, <laughs> which is what you have to do when you can't actually pay fair market price for a player, mind you. I think 180k is a steal for Cam Newton wherever, because
1: wherever two or more are
2: gathered, there is a bagman. Wherever two stacks or more are gathered,
0: <laughs> so looking back on it, you go, well, should State have paid the 180k, Ryan? I mean, I have an answer for this, and you, it's, you
1: have yes. a, your knee-jerk answer is a good one.
0: But I actually, it, I went, I did a little homework. You did a little homework. I think you have a much more detailed answer. Besides my hell, yes, they
1: so, should have paid twice that, right? So, t- we what I'm doing is I'm imagining a world in which uh, Mississippi State in 2010 has Cam Newton instead of uh, Chris Ralph, who was fine. But was definitely not Cam Newton. Uh, that squad went 8-4 <clears throat> and four in the regular season. They lost to Auburn. They had a double overtime loss to Arkansas. They got hammered by LSU and Alabama. So, if you switch them, if you put Cam Newton on that team, I think it's fair to say that Auburn no longer wins that Mississippi State game. And you probably, that's enough to be the difference between Losing to Arkansas in double OT and beating them. Uh, Let's keep the Alabama and LSU results the same. But that leaves you with a bunch of weird two-loss teams. It's entirely possible that Mississippi State plays for the SEC championship that year. And you would get Vic Ballard and Cam Newton in the same backfield. And my, my God, that's terrifying.
2: That's really terrifying. That's like 800 pounds of, of back in those two guys. And they don't,
1: they don't even weigh 400 pounds each. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a forest is more than some of its trees thing. This
2: is black holes and stuff. Yep.
0: Dark matter. Yeah. I mean, just between the two of them, remember Vic Ballard was a bowling ball.
2: Mm Mhm.
0: Would have been a heinous, heinous combination, especially out of the Gus bone offense that they were running at the time. Not, by the way, that, that Cam needed that much help because, just remember this, the number of TDs that he uh, accumulated uh, credited to himself between, between rushing and passing. Uh, would, you care to, would you care to guess? Let's just refresh everyone's memory. In 2010 for the Auburn Tigers. And was it 40-something? No.
1: 36.
0: Nope. <laughs> they, Cameron Newton in the, in the 2010 season had 30 TDs through the air, and by the way, led the league in yards per attempt, okay, for okay. 2,800 yards passing. 30 through the air. He ran for 20.
1: <laughs> oh that boy. Br-
0: bring, bringing the total to 50 touchdowns.
1: One for each state
0: five zero. So
1: DC can't get no respect.
0: If you just if you just look at what you're getting for that 180k. You're
2: that getting is only 3600 a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is a deal. That is a deal yeah. and a half.
0: Yeah, so the lesson being um if you have the chance to pay for a player, pay for that player. Just write
2: the check. <laughs> pay the fucking players in lieu of that. Pay the fucking player. <laughs> pay the player. Okay. So, yes,
0: question, answer. We started off with a, with a reasonably football-themed one, which is, yes, if you have the chance to buy a Cam Newton for the price of a home in a not-so-great neighborhood, you should absolutely do it. Jason, you got a question?
2: From Taco Hole on Twitter. I bought my house in 2007. Should I just eat shit and sell it for ten or twenty k less than what I paid? As someone who also bought a house in 2007, Mm. aka one of the worst years in American history to buy a house, Mm -hmm. uh, get out while you can, any means necessary. Uh, If you have to eat shit, you eat shit. If you have to, if you have to take that L, you take the L. If it's underwater, you know whatever, whatever's going on, flee the building, evacuate the premises. Uh, uh, do whatever it takes. We ended up pulling off a short sale on ours, um, which I don't really really understand exactly what we did, but somehow they paid us to leave this house that was like massively underwater. Uh, so look into that. It's it's pretty magical. I don't know what it is, but uh, I did it, and it, it worked pretty well. <clears throat>
1: you know why? Because the bank found out you have a chest tattoo.
2: That's probably what it was. Oh, they he's, he's like, going mm,
1: yeah. gonna, to dig in there like a tick.
2: Walked in there in a wife beater, and they said, "Oh, get <laughs> just get him out of here." Oh man! Whatever you know you,
0: you you go you go to the loan approval in a suit and tie. You go to the short sale
2: or foreclosure notice <laughs> sure. in the wife beater. I really do think this is the kind of situation where if you show up in like a suit, they're like, "I don't think no. you need that kind of assistance. Maybe you, need, you just need to you just need to go back and pull your resources this and try again."
1: This isn't a job interview, sir
2: no 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 this is kind of the uh
1: this is an exit interview interview. this is an exit interview
2: we we already know we already know how this went (laughs) tell
0: me your weaknesses and your weaknesses seconded you should absolutely get out from under that just get get your life get your life on track get out of the way you're not alone boy are you not alone (laughs) oh no it's like half of americans man just go ahead Get out of that. Get get out from under that house, okay? Pull a spurrier. That's what he did. He was like, Whew <laughs> South Carolina job just went underwater. Don't know. Bye. <laughs> <Bye.">
1: <laughs> 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 Gotta go. Thirty year mortgage, that's your terms, not mine.
0: <laughs> you didn't say <laughs> da- dog we, ears. Talk, we, we talking dog ears?
1: Time moves differently for all of us. <laughs> Relativity, it, look p- it up. Purely a human construct. <laughs>
0: Later. If you need me, I'll be be on a golf course. Ain't telling you which one. You can find me. Easy enough. Uh, Yeah, so go ahead. Get out from under it. Uh, Ryan, you you got a good question.
1: Um, Yes. What is the – this is also football related. This is from Kennedy at J-S-N-K-N-N-D-Y. Thank you for your vowel-less – Username on Twitter Uh, What is the one college football game in history That had the worst return on investment For a paid ticket? Ooh Off the top of my head I'm going to say And I haven't thought about this in great detail So there's probably a better answer I'm going to say the Notre Dame-Alabama championship game
2: Oh, well hmm.
1: In part because In part because I know Dan and Ty, our good friends Over at the Solid Verbal Were in Miami before that game, Ty was trying to scalp a ticket to get in, but I think it was going for something like $700, $800, and he just decided it wasn't worth it. So they went back to their hotel room, ordered a pizza, and Ty fell asleep midway through the second quarter.
2: <laughs> Good and, for Ty. and that's
1: so much better than if he had spent $800
2: to go but... watch Notre Dame just get its teeth kicked in. I don't know that. That's that's good for Ty. That's good for the Notre Dame. fans. It's fame. good for just the fall asleep, Notre Dame just, fans. Just,
1: but it's just not. Wake I in the I honestly don't even. It, think It was it's,
2: awesome for the rest of us. Though. I honestly don't That game don't was even a blast. Think,
1: but it w- would it have been more fun to be there?
2: Because uh, I'm gonna, we, I'm
0: gonna go. You're, I'm, I'm gonna do you one. Okay. I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna do you, you one. You going push it back 365 days or so? <laughs> oh, sir, okay. you read my mind. Okay. This is <laughs> this is my answer too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to talk about the most wretched wash, because. I I think you could have a lot of fun because Bama just Bama just did the the Hulk and Loki thing, right? Yeah. With Notre Dame, like you don't belong on the same field. Wait a second, whips them around a little bit more, right? Yeah, P- puny god. <laughs> that that was that was that game. There's kind of a majesty in that. I do not think that anyone in the history of football, including Alabama fans, has ever gone back and watched the 2011 BCS. Uh, title game, the 2012, yeah. the 2011 season, 2012, Alabama 21, LSU zero. It's not even worth it for the ba- most baffling performance I've ever seen an offense throw out on a field in a big game. It's not. It's it's not. I'll tell you about it. You can call me, email me. I'll give you my phone number <laughs> for only five
1: ninety nine a minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for five ninety nine a minute plus an additional three dollar connection charge, <laughs> I will tell you. And describe what Jordan Jefferson did on the field that day. It may be a series of noises. It may be a series of text and, and photos, interpretive photos that I send to you. They're going to be weird.
1: The call will automatically <laughs> cut off before you get to 50 seconds. So
0: Yeah. It'll, it'll only go halfway tops. <laughs> I was going to say, we're not making it to 50. Because <laughs> remember, they didn't make it past the 50 until like the fourth quarter. Oh,
1: boy.
0: Oh, in that oh, game. Boy. It was... One of the most wretched viewing experiences I can imagine in a big situation, and, and by the way, that's coming like like this was you know this was exciting this was woo the rematch, the rematch. Yeah,
2: yeah. and cool. and making it even worse was knowing Oklahoma State is right there. That would either be you know a shootout or it would be just a spectacular ass whooping, but this is. There wasn't even a touchdown until the fourth quarter, if I recall correctly. And it was like sarcastic cheers at that point. Yeah, and uh, furthermore, furthermore, I would say that
0: this was also to really bolster my case. This was a game in New Orleans, well within striking distance of Alabama and LSU. The ticket market was tough. I was there. I ended up watching it in a bar and not spending that money, which, again, great call. On my part, accidentally, uh, undoubtedly the worst single worst viewing experience for dollar per uh, hype point.
1: The other, the other uh, one I will throw out. This is for a very specific group of people. Um, all the FSU family and uh, fans who bought tickets to the national title game instead of going to the Rose Bowl where they lost to Oregon. Whoops! You got at least you got a scenic tour of Dallas.
0: Beautiful Dallas.
1: Beautiful, rainy, cold January Dallas.
0: Windy. <laughs> like it was. That, that was the part that really affronted yeah. me. Yeah,
1: Jan- January Dallas is not the best Bond girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the
0: Bond. It's the Bond girl who just kind of slumps sh- out and yeah. slaps some frozen waffles on a plate and is like, "Here, kids, eat."
2: January a Worth, though.
0: Hey, ma. <laughs> uh, all right next question um is it my turn i think it's my turn go go yep. crazy go cr- go crazy um i'm gonna go ahead and take this question from b Shelley 24 at b Shelley 24 i like this one a lot what is the least amount of money and effort one can spend and still qualify as a venture capitalist Um, My short answer would be this. Uh, I think you're a venture capitalist in your heart first. Don't let the balance sheet tell you otherwise. And it depends on what we're funding here. Are we talking about a – are you a venture capitalist funding a gambling trip? Okay, that may seem ludicrous. Not really a lower rate of return than on a lot of what venture capital gets poured into, so don't worry about that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this. If you're going to be a venture capitalist, you got to put up at least $500. At least.
1: Does it does it, do you have to put it all up at once or can it be in installments? No, we can
0: have a series A. Okay. A series
2: B, so series can we C invest B. in
0: AdvoCare? Um it would not and I because that is a previous scheme. What we need is an original scheme, oh, so right?
2: We, so we got to start our own
0: pyramids.
1: Hello, I, my startup <clears throat> my startup is called 1994 to- Toyota Tercel. Would you like to invest?
0: I believe that's I believe they refer to it as peer-to-peer direct marketing, sir. Do not slander. Sorry, the, Drew Brees. Do not slander Drew Brees' homies by referring to them as a pyramid scheme or even uh, direct marketing. I think
2: it's uh, is it peer to peer. It's just excellent, excellent products. Pyramid really pyramid's product.
1: fitting for the Saints though because you know it's just a, at this point the Superdome is just a monument to glories of days long dead.
2: Long. If a uh, yeah, you're just trying oh, to long. get killed. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, we 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 don't have to take the wrath for this, so we can say whatever we want. But it's fine. You you better be careful, Ryan. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Life so is, I'm gonna say my life is not oh, that precious.
2: I'm I'm gonna
0: say five hundred dollars.
1: Sure, sure, that works.
2: All right, Jason. Uh, let's see. Um, 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 from guess so bra on Twitter. What are <laughs> your? <laughs> That's the handle. I can't believe somebody got to that one in May 2014. <laughs> what are your favorite and least favorite accents to listen to for more than 30 seconds? Mm. So, not just to make up for what was just said about the Saints that's true, but it's hard to top a NOLA accent. If someone comes up to you and they can convincingly convincingly say, Wody, you pass the mic to them. You don't need to speak anymore. They have have the authority here over you. Um, That and anything, Texas. So I think just anything really west gulf coast is high on my list at least as far as america goes okay uh worst is probably the the slightly new york accent like if you go all the way new york that's fine you know if you're just so abrasive with it
1: so you're fine like character with like thing, the queen staten island long island accent
2: yeah if we're gi- if, if
0: you're giving me like the adam accent yeah, right Dude, I love that. Dude. Like full on, like full
2: on hardcore Queens.
0: Dude,
1: I, think, if, the,
2: I think the Mets look fucking awesome. If you, <laughs> if you if you if you look like you can pull off a butter bing, <laughs> then like okay, fine, that sounds great. Don't give me, don't listen, don't half-ass. your, like hardcore
0: New York accents. Okay, I want a big, full, and ignorant. Okay, I want them to be like ba Booey.
2: Ron, yeah, Arte- them, Ron like,
1: Artest. My boy Ron Artest says we just gotta go in with him on this smoothie shop. Could it be I rich? just need to
2: be. I, I need to tell from the first syllable that you have just extreme sandwich opinions. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, uh, like, yeah. All hot press sandwiches are the same, right? No. no, no, no like no. you, you, you have you have ham rankings. Get out of here. All all meats that other people would just call hams, you have like eighteen different words for those. Capicola,
1: prosciutto, salam.
2: Also, whatever you got going on. He got he got something
0: better, okay? And and it's you know, you don't know about it, but my uncle or various relative to be named later, or my boy, uh, knows a shop, okay? Only open from three PM to three fifteen PM. It's not insurance All right? it's
1: not insurance fraud per se. Because <laughs> ben- because none of it's us an- have insurance. That's the beauty a- of it.
0: It's, it's the out perfect ben- crime. It's, it's out in Bensonhurst. I can't let you in there without a blindfold. But uh, <laughs> but uh, the ham, oh, the ham, it's better than anything else you got. That's one of my favorite like, New York things is like, man, these jelly beans are good. No, man, oh, listen, I got jelly beans. I,
2: I got a jelly beans guy. I, yeah, I got a jelly beans guy. I'll have to set I it up for you, you. know, I got
1: a guy. <laughs>
0: It's the most undemocratic place in the world. It's not like, oh, anyone could walk in and get it. No no no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I have to contact the
2: guild.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looks it looks like a kidney treatment center, but in reality, candy shop.
2: <laughs> it's where the jelly beans are good.
0: <laughs> Ryan, what's what's an accent that you could just uh, listen to for like days?
1: Um Man, I, th- I think Texas I think Jason is right the te- A strong Texas accent is pretty excellent um, And I think we've said before that The heavy uh, I, I, At least I've said before like The heavy Spanish Castilian accent That's just lovely that's just, And I, I, I believe I said this Because I heard A woman on the subway in New York City Speaking in A, a, a beautiful Spanish accent and saying horrible things, just horribly racist shit, and it was so disconcerting because it was it was melodious and wonderful and horrifying at the same time. So I'll go with that. And, and for worst, this is probably going to get me in trouble, but I I think it's that specific brand of Southern accent where things are just drawn out,
2: that far whiny,
1: For too long. That whiny Southern accent. Yeah, have you seen what they've done to the shopping center?
2: Why? 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 Now I sat there and I said to myself, Why? Why they do that? Why do you need
1: a Sonic right catty corner from the other Sonic?
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I got several accents, that, several that I could listen to all damn day. If you are from Memphis, <laughs> I, I can listen to any variety of Memphis accent, okay? Uh, like, I could listen to, like, white, black, Asian. If you, if you were just an immigrant, if they disrupted you in Memphis for, like, five years, I would listen to however you talk because it'll be amazing. People in Memphis have, like, fantastic accents across the board, so I will take it. Um, Memphis has an awesome accent. Texas, period. Man, Texas, like, people like to do McConaughey. No, they don't like to do McConaughey, right? Everybody's got a McConaughey. No. Everybody just likes to sound like they're from Texas, okay? Like, every pilot ever born likes to sound like they're from Texas. And there's a reason. It's a real cool accent, okay? I like big, nasty New York accents. Like, the bigger and nastier, the better, right? Long Island will include you in that as well. Maine, I listen to Maine accents, like people enjoy smoking PCP, right? I don't think it's fun, but I like doing it, right? Like, I have no idea what the Maine accent is. I don't know what you're saying. I'm kind of amazed that your words like that are coming out of your mouth in the 21st century.
1: I'm not even sure I could identify a Maine accent.
0: I could not do it for you, but if you look it up, it is mind-bending. Okay. Absolutely mind-bending. It's just incredible. I also really enjoy Canadian accents, especially when they're saying very hostile things. I almost got my ass kicked once laughing at a dude who was trying to get into a fight who was from Canada. And it wasn't with me. He was trying to get into a fight with a third party. But oh, you almost caught a stray. I almost caught a stray because he's like, oh, yeah, I'll go you. Yeah, come on, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> I'm like, that's so cute. I, and believe, like, I believe that's called catching a stray.
0: like if you've seen if you've seen Letter Kenny anytime they start to get in fights that's like the funniest part because in Letter Kenny you know they'll say things like oh I'll go you want a Tilly you fancy a Johnny Brook (laughs) huh and you know like that sounds delicious sure sure Like, it could be, like, straight murder, you know? Like, that dude could totally slaughter you. He's been deep in the wilds of Sudbury, Canada, subsisting on nothing but, like, jerky and Molson. But, man, it sounds so pleasant. So, I really enjoy those accents as well. Oh, finally, if I'm in a situation where I need a figure of authority, I'll always take some sort of shit-kicking southern accent. Like... When my wife had her second child, the midwife was from somewhere in like South Georgia, and she walked in. She's like, "Well, shit, we're going to have a baby, aren't we?" And I'm like, "It's going to be okay. It's
2: Baby's be coming okay. out fine." Shit, ma'am, ma'am, ma- 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 can you say "some bitch" for me? Yeah, goddamn, yes, yes perfect. perfect. Yes, I'm sure. pull this "some bitch" out of there. I'm like, <laughs> all, right. right. all right.
1: And that's the child's name. Oh, I. Think, uh,
0: uh, by the way, I think that's universally true for Americans. That if like somebody walks in like angry as hell and they're like, God damn it, let's get this son of a bitch done. Everybody's like, Yes, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, ma'am? It done. We got it. Like you remember Tommy Franks, the general during the Iraq War? Like Tommy Franks, you could tell. Like Tommy Franks was from Arkansas, I believe, and like he would say stuff like, "Well, you know, we we, we got that done, and our troops are safe, and you know, we, we got that deployed." And you can tell he's like holding back like eight profanities in it, the sentence. And you're it, like, Yeah.
1: It probably doesn't work if you're a grief counselor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll wait and find out. I don't know, man. All right, all I? right.
1: Put hitch up your pants. We're gonna fucking grieve. We're gonna fucking cope. Fucking lip and grit through it. We're gonna come to terms with our feelings, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know. That might work.
1: We're gonna I'm recognize saying... that the loss we feel for another is really inadequacy within ourselves, bitch.
0: The only, the only voice I can really think of as being better for a grief counselor would be Randy Macho Man Savages (laughs) (laughs) tell me about your loss your mother
1: sounds like a beautiful woman
0: I'm just so I just can't really I don't think I can go on oh yeah 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 I understand (laughs) (laughs) actually I find that really soothing (laughs) like if like undead Randy Savage was like talking me through my problems
2: I believe he is his big beefy,
0: <laughs> his, with his big, beefy arm around me. I'm telling you. I'd, I'd welcome that all right. I, I think that's that's uh we on to Jason. Uh, Jason's question. Ryan, you had a question? Yeah.
1: Uh, this is a question from Big Cup at the Red Cup again on Twitter. What is Spencer's dance move, and why is
0: it <laughs> wrong? All right. unlike Jason, he is actually Ryan has actually seen this in. In motion.
1: So, for context' purpose, I have only seen Spencer dance at in a in a wedding environment, which is a little different than I think you're allowed a little more latitude. And I think Spencer and I probably have the same approach, which is that we are barrel chested gentlemen, uh, and but we are more flexible than most people would probably expect. And so mm. we both' R-
0: rubber, rubber rubbery, even
1: we both choose to use that flexibility and get low and it's not it's not extremely low, but it's lower than you would think and and that's mostly my assessment of Spencer the dancer, but the distracting thing is that <laughs> Spencer, you are not the, and I say this really with kindness, you are not the-
0: No, you don't. The, Whatever's coming out. No, you don't. Whatever's next is not said with kindness, and I respect that.
1: You are not the fun wedding guest half of your marriage. You're a, good, you're a fine wedding guest, but you are not the one that people walk away from and say, oh, man, I'm so glad Spencer was at that wedding. It's your wife.
0: No man, she's the facilitator.
1: Your wife is one of the best wedding guests I've ever seen.
0: Oh, l- legendary!
1: Yeah, and that's like, not—I th- really mean that's not a slight against you. It's just impossible competition.
0: Uh, that and uh, that and, you know, she's—it's the the thing where you go and get people, yeah. right? Like yeah, yeah, you bring yeah. them to the floor. Yeah, like I'm never gonna do that. I don't care. You know, like. I I might go get one person to dance. And it's probably her,
1: her, which you don't need to do.
0: No, already there. Already sitting there. But I would say like I'm a competent wedding guest. I give myself like a B, a steady B.
1: Yeah. You don't you don't fuck up anything that you're you weren't supposed to fuck up.
0: No, and you gotta know that like your default you have to have a default dance move. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Like mine like I think most people you just default to the two step. Sure. Right?
1: Spencer's like, also an excellent gotta, uh, facial dancer, which is to say, he'll get real expressive
0: while he's cutting a particular rug. I try not to do the thing that um, Oh Holy Butt has talked about. White people do <laughs> <laughs> where you where you do the literal illustration of the lyrics. I try. It's 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 in my genes. I know, but yeah. you. I try. I fight it. I mean, you gotta you, suppress that.
1: You were it, You were a. You were in school at some point during the '90s, so you can't help it.
0: Yeah, like if if somebody talks about money in a song, I have to physically restrain the money You're gesture. Like, I'm right? doing
1: the Manzel thing. I'm doing it with yeah. my hands. Which
0: is way, way, way less cool than it already wasn't cool. I only have right? seven
1: dollars on my person.
0: <laughs> Making it rain and that shower's over. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's that's my default dance move. Is going uh, two step, and of course you try to keep the hands under the head you don't want the hands going over the head no no yeah you You know
1: you keep you have a good you 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 have a good uh understanding that my biggest criticism of some people at a wedding is that they only dance sort of from the hips up and they rely too much on that you you work you have good footwork
0: you gotta have good footwork. you gotta have slick shoes yeah man like what's the point going to a dress event if you're not gonna give me a little james brown in the shoes
1: I mean, right. that's true. He, you wore sneakers to my wedding, so.
0: That's a little different, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was being cheap, but, I mean, come on, I was like, I was staying at my folks house. Man.
2: <laughs> well, and also, like, the three of us, I would say, were all uh, uh, relatively quads heavy. Yeah. You got to show that off. He is what you have. So you, you, can't, you, can't just do, you can't just do shoulder movements. That's true. You, know, but like, you, you got to show okay. off what you got going on back there. And everybody, I, I maintain,
0: if you're being very frank, and this is a moment of masculine honesty that I'm asking you to have. You don't have to accept it. But every dude has at least like two people that they grew up and they're like, I, I'm going to dance like that guy. Easy. Or that girl. You might have had that as well. And I have two. And they are? And my, my two were always James Brown and David Byrne. Those were always my t- – <laughs> David Byrne from Stop Making Sense because I was like, that dude looks like he's having fun.
1: Those are two very different styles.
0: Very different. Extremely different. Extreme. And I always thought, And I always thought like I – always, I always practiced James Brown because I was like, dude moves his feet. Yeah. Right? If you look, James doesn't actually move a whole lot else. He's doing a lot of marching in place. He can do other stuff. Like, 80% of his stuff is, like, marching in place and doing cool stuff with his feet.
1: I guess for me that person is whoever is in the second row of a Michael Jackson video.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: Not MJ himself, because that's just a level of difficulty that no one should attempt without proper training and background. But, like, still very talented dancer in the second row. That's sort of what my highest aspirational moves were.
0: And, Jason, I'm thinking you were probably one of the dudes in, like, the Shook Ones video, right? Uh,
2: I'm trying to figure which rapper would have been the formative <laughs> formative dance move person for me. Um,
1: maybe it it's LL be-
2: Cool J. Just don't like, say, he doesn't even dance. He just, just sort of moves. Just don't say Diddy. It's, it's definitely not an actual dancing rapper. It's not Diddy, no. <laughs> okay, good. No. I mean... I think I think everybody likes to pull off a ditty move just for fun. Not that you're going to actually nail it or anything, but if we're in an actual environment like a wedding or something where it's like, okay, dancing is an acti- activity we're doing, we're not just clowning around. Um, yeah.
0: Well, you, you you are from Georgia, so half of your dance moves are basically the bank at bounce, right? Like, yeah. it's just <laughs> I, I'm going to go more shoulder than most people. Yeah, um, that's, it's that's it. Like, if you're from Georgia, it's like. I can't do other dances, but I will default to the banquet Ball. How
2: many of your it's dance like, yeah, they're playing Michael McDonald,
1: but my elbows are up. How many of your dance moves rely on pantomiming a very large steering wheel?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um I'm gonna be honest, about fifteen percent. Okay. <laughs> about about fifteen percent.
1: Okay. I don't oh man, I don't understand why why he thinks an escalade has any place in Lionel Richie's hello, but he's going for it. <laughs>
2: Steering as if you're driving a school bus through an ocean uh, and it's like totally out of control. That's that's dancing right there. I don't really acknowledge anything else as dancing. I, th- I guess I've been lucky that like almost every wedding I've ever been to was either like, you know, it's one of my boys from growing up or it's, uh, y- you know, everyone's pretty drunk or it's, you know, now we're super old. There's a bunch of kids there. So like every wedding I've pretty much ever been to, it's we're just going to dance silly. You know, it's not like we're. Not to impress anybody we're just goofing around so yeah I, it's been a long long time since i've been in any situation where i felt like okay i better actually dance pretty good i have a question
0: uh which would be this uh which would be from at a charlo verde that's a nice duck as his abby that's a strong abby choice by the way uh i once bought a thousand dollar guitar because i was depressed Parentheses. I could only play a little. Close parentheses. Worst sadness (laughs) by. Oh man, it's it's hard to beat a thousand dollar guitar, right? Like, I mean, at least
1: at least it doesn't. At least you still have it. It's not something that you can use up. Or, uh, but man, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah.
2: Advised. Like, does it play songs by itself? No, it's not one of those no, kids it's, guitars it's where not a, just, it's you
1: just, you know, a player guitar.
0: Yeah, where you like press, you know, press the green button and it plays, like, you know, smoke still, on the water. So you got to do all the work. So, so That's
1: why you got yeah. a, That's why you got a sadness by a Casio.
0: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and record record the fart sound so you can <laughs>
2: Then you'll feel better.
0: Yeah, then you can play farts. That's really like if somebody said, "Dude, I got so sad about a $125 Casio recorded a fart and then played it." You're like, <laughs> No, that seems reasonable. No, You're that's, sad. That's... You would say, "Are you still
2: sad now?" No, it's pretty funny. No, I mean, I played Jingle Bells all night with it. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just do that instead of buying a guitar. Ever <laughs> there are already enough people with guitars. We don't need any more.
0: Uh, so. Yeah, this is pretty bad because I was trying to think of like dumb things I bought because I was depressed, and I'm like, I don't know if I ever exceeded the four-digit rank, right? Like I don't know if you added up bar tabs, I'm sure it would be much more than a
2: thousand dollars, right? Well, that's like over the course of days.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not or, one or more. that's not one fell sober swoop in a guitar center. Uh, and,
2: like, okay, and, all right, and, and, well, <laughs> well, okay, well, never mind. If, even if you pulled it off in like two or three days, um, okay. still, you're not stuck with a guitar. Did you ever, true. At least if you have a guitar, you got to lug it around for I, the rest of your life and I, put I, it in closets I'm in every sh- house you live in.
1: I'm shocked you didn't come close to, like, buying a motorcycle at some point because you were just sick as shit.
0: Um, I, man, I, you know, there's, like, life decisions that I think I made. Yeah. But, like, they don't, you know, you couldn't, you, all You right, how's this? You could quantify the damage. <laughs> <laughs> but but why, I don't want to. Why do that? But, but but why do that? I mean I did like I wasn't depressed. That's I what heaven a, is for. That's it says, it's just reflecting on all of the stupidity. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know, like the most like getting really depressed, like I don't know, the biggest bar tab I ever ran up when I was bummed. You're like, wow, hundred and fifty bucks. It wasn't a thousand dollar guitar.
2: Yeah. That's So we're saying we're real impressed.
1: No, I'm, it I, is I, it is it is pretty good. And I'm sure whatever musical instrument supply, the uh, purveyor you went to. Thanks you for your sadness.
2: Yeah, good good job, Charlo. Wow, Jason. So like when you walk in Guitar Center and they're like, "Oh shit, this guy looks sad." Oh man, oh they're, man. They're just looking at you like sharks, man. He's he's leaving he's leaving a voicemail that's gonna go
1: unreturned.
2: <laughs> to someone who doesn't love him anymore. <laughs> oh, 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 let's get
0: some pedals.
1: Hey, hey, watch! I'm going to talk him into buying drums.
0: <laughs> He's going to walk out of here with two thousand dollars worth of gear. It'll be embarrassed hey, hey, about for hey, the buddy. rest of his life. Hey, have, you,
2: have you seen our grand pianos?
1: You know what never hurts you? A Calliope. <laughs> <laughs> A
0: grand organ. <laughs> Look, it has autoplay so you can fall asleep to it. <laughs> boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> your whole life is a fun house
2: now <laughs> i don't think you can do it <laughs> oh
1: my god calliope may be your greatest impersonation to date <laughs>
2: <laughs> um you do that oh for your god. kids all the time right I do. They're like, Dad, that sucks. Dad,
1: Dad, we're going to the circus, right? Yep, close your eyes.
2: (laughs) We're going to drive around the car in a circle.
0: (laughs) Let a a monkey loose in the car and just, look, we're at the circus. Wow. Does it smell like peanuts? (laughs) Not exactly.
2: (laughs) Uh, Jason, you have a question? From Logg on twitter l o g g g u r mm-hmm. every school swaps their head football coach and head basketball coach who ends up in the best shape. Uh, I mean, probably the easiest answer is like Michigan State because the same person coaches both teams. there's there's really no difference that I can discern between those two men. yeah, they that Michigan state would be pretty strong, man. They'd be okay. Like you're you're gonna get a team that looks really unimpressive for like two thirds of a the season, then you look up like, huh, they're like ninth. And like, you know, their players tackle well
0: in both sports. <laughs> now are we talking coming out well or no discernible
2: difference? Like I feel I feel like you'd be you'd be you'd be pretty well off either way there, but uh, I guess you could take the question either way. Um Okay. <clears throat>
1: I'm gonna throw Texas into this mix. Because mm. Charlie Strong, if you tell him his roster can only have 14 people on it, perfect that's his dream. <laughs> He's whittled it down to a core. And then, and can then, Shaka, up, up seven. and then, Shaka Smart, you know, is sort of a defensive innovator, has a history of knocking off giants, is Charlie Strong. So that'll keep people happy at Texas. It's pretty mm-hmm. perfect. It's pretty perfect.
0: Okay, uh, I am going to say that Oklahoma, because honestly, if you traded Bob Stoops and Lon Kruger, it'd take a week or two for anyone to really notice.
1: Wow, did Bob Stoops lose weight?
0: Yeah, they'd be like, man, they're, I mean, come on, you put on a visor and have somebody yell, it'd take weeks for people to figure that out.
2: Wow, did Lon Coach, Kruger gain hair?
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, getting to the title game once every two decades, mm-hmm. that's... It's about right.
1: UCLA, you would have also no difference at all because everybody would just want to fire everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Indiana, too.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. Because you're going to score about 56 points in a loss. <laughs> there we go. God damn. It. Done. God damn. It. Done.
0: Done and done. Notre Dame, too, because they're, you know, like, that's. I, I just have a feeling like those two guys would just, you know, be like, well, it's South Bend, we don't have anything else to do. Let's just switch jobs and compare notes.
2: <laughs> you know which one I really want uh, is Alabama. Uh, no. <laughs> Good. David Good. and Avery Johnson are, of course, not <laughs> the same height. Uh, but, my God, we need more of Avery Johnson's accent in our lives. <laughs> <That's>, okay. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, so man. Gosh, I have
0: you, Monroe up this week. <laughs> They're a great
1: <laughs> football team.
2: You were saying
0: you were saying about New Orleans accents, man.
2: But he takes it to this whole other level. There's some something else entirely going on. It's in It's almost
1: disnified, yeah.
2: Man, Avery, jo- Avery
0: Johnson. I have a feeling that after two weeks of coaching that football team, same, we would come back and the players would be like, "Oh, thank God, <laughs> you were so nice." I, I did this for your own good so that you would love and respect me more. You are snug. So <laughs> all part of the plan. You guys want to ask Avery questions about this football team hitting the podium with his hand.
1: Uh, I am also pro seeing how sweaty Bruce Pearl will get
2: outside of an air conditioned environment. Just when Auburn saying, plays a,
1: LSU on the road. Ryan,
2: Ryan, I think that shirt's coming off. <laughs>
1: I'm just I saying. Think,
2: this. I think you put Bruce in the September sun. Nah, he's right at home.
0: An NCAA violation is an NCAA violation. Okay. Bruce Pearl, like I, to me, like Bruce Pearl as Auburn's football coach just makes
2: way too much sense.
1: War
0: Eagle.
2: <laughs> War Eagle. Like Gus as a basketball coach, though, we're gonna play up tempo. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna play any defense at all. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna be high-scoring games. Yeah.
0: This is this, no. This is actually working. Real well. write down. it's
2: the best one right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, second it. I approve. Uh, Ryan, you got a question?
2: Yes.
1: This is from MF Cambo, at Cambo Nuts on Twitter. Can you explain timeshares in ten words or less? <clears throat> I'm going to try. Uh, Spencer, you keep count, please. Uh, gotcha. You think you'll use it, but you never will.
0: Yeah, you need- You're at nine.
1: Yes. That's
0: it. Sucker. That's the time share. That's real well. I have a great one. It's going to be my final one. Great. Okay. Uh, Which is, this is from uh, a good friend of the, the website, at Joshua B. Black. What would you be willing to give up or pay to take the stunner from Stone Cold Steve Austin? I'd pay $500 to be stunned by Stone Cold Steve Austin.
2: Now are we talking oh, in the ring
0: at an actual you know, show? No, no. I mean, if it's five hundred bucks, I want it in a ring. I want an audience. I want the chance to rehearse it ahead of time. I want all, all that. But I would pay him to stun me, and I
2: would, I would sell it, sell the shit out of it. Yeah, do a hand, headstand like The Rock does.
0: I would totally. <laughs> I would practice. I would practice for months to attempt to come close to a shadow of what Dwayne Johnson did. Chris Jericho, by the way also sold the shit out of a stunner. There was, was one like, of
2: them who almost got tangled
0: in the ropes he sold it so hard. <laughs> like going back, flipping, doing the full headstand, and then entangling yourself in the ropes and or falling out of the ring. Oh yeah, I would sell the living daylights out of a stunner. But yeah.
2: When you sell the nonsense attack so hard you almost actually hurt yourself. That's when you've done. <laughs> a good job. And, I would, and I'd be whispering thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank, thank you, you for Gold. blessing me.
1: Um, Spencer, if you were if you were a wrestling, uh, a professional wrestler, what's your like persona? What's your backstory? What kind of general trope do you fall under?
0: Oh man, it's um. I think everybody knows I'm already a wrestler, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, I'm already Bray Wyatt. If to we're me. gonna be real honest, yeah, no, it's like Bray Wyatt stole it from me. He's already got it. Although, to be honest, the fedora is a bit much. So that kind of makes me think that maybe Bray Wyatt's not the question. Goldust is a real good one. Goldust <laughs> Gold is an incredible wrestler who's real weird. So I could do that as well. Also, I think Sting had like the best thing ever where he didn't really have to be a character. All Sting had to do was come down on a rope from the rafters with a bat. That's legendary. That's amazing. Now, I could tell you what I think my soul looks like. Right, I want to be New Day because they just look like they're having fun, and they make ass jokes and they play the trombone a lot. But it's not so, who you are. No, no, no. I'm probably I'm probably Bray Wyatt.
2: That's fine. I feel like the only gimmick we could pull off, if we were a team, would be something in the direction of New Day. It's like if we got out there and tried to be tough, nobody's buying that. No, 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 no. Right. I mean, it, nobody... it wouldn't be as good as New Day, but. It could be yeah. knockoff New Day. But like beard,
0: but but like beards and goat masks? Come on, it's the Wyatt family, man. Yeah, you could do that. You got the beard. You got yeah. the stat- Got the beard, got the stature, got the like men, you know, you get crazy eyes. Got what all if, that.
1: What if you just did like a hybrid thing? What if you were like Bray Wyatt
0: Story New Day?
1: Yeah. <laughs> New Bray.
0: New Bray. <laughs> These booties are fresh,
1: but then you also Ryan, have, then you also have sting makeup for some reason.
0: Ryan, I am going to give you your wrestling persona. Are you oh ready? Oh,
1: God, great. Okay, great.
0: With your with your strapping physique, Paul and Bearer baby-
1: Junior. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: i'd like to be a sub undertaker character like not all the way dead but somebody who's just kind of comatose sick. or had chronic just, fatigue syndrome
1: just somebody has <laughs> cpod
0: yeah here comes the wheezy man <laughs> he's out of breath kind of winded
1: my god so, that's cpaps music with The
0: Undertaker.
1: <laughs> you were the cpap <laughs> Always
0: oh, maintained that's what Bane was. <laughs> Bane just had a CPAP. He wasn't scary. He just had a, you know, he, he had like a soft palate he disorder. He just
1: wanted to sleep.
0: <laughs> he just wanted to sleep. That's all. It took over Gotham. Threw all the rich people out. Why? I just I want no listening. neighbors. No noise.
1: I was bo- um, I was bored in the darkness. It's good to sleep there.
0: <laughs> Maximum REM cycles. I track the quality of my sleep. Uh, Ryan, you're going to be like basically a British Bulldog character. Okay. Right? Yeah. We're we're, we're like Chore Boy. That's what I would call you. (laughs) (laughs) Chore Boy. Uh, You would come out. Oh, we'd make you wear briefs too. There's no way you're getting away with like the jorts or the pants. Nope. Wearing briefs.